Welcome to Unadorned. This episode, we are going to go through the Rings of Power and discuss it. Uh, Caleb and I are going to be watching it, the last episode, I should say, while we talk about it and basically discuss it. So it's going to be chill if you don't like Lord of the Rings or haven't watched Rings of Power. I guess you can enjoy it for whatever this is. And if you have, you can enjoy it also. Anything to say, Caleb? Yeah, I guess I can just get it synced up here. I haven't watched uh, the last one yet, but I'll be watching it now. So get your players ready. If you want to sync it up, you can pause it now. If not, if you're just listening, then this might be annoying to you. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to play it now, and I'm s- pressing the skip recap button in three, two, one. All right, now I see flowers. Alrighty, yeah. So I'll I'll talk over, cause I uh, I already l- listened to it and watched it, and so I'll give you some of my general thoughts. I am a, I would say a casual Tolkien enjoyer. I have not read all of, all of his works. Um, I've seen the movies, extended edition, and Hobbit, and all that good stuff. So I do I do really appreciate all of Tolkien's stuff, and I think he does a good job. I thought the movies were pretty well done, um, and the the Hobbit was a little bit much for my taste. It was like whoa, because of how they did it. But they were also pretty decent. I mean, they took a lot more creative liberties when they were making the Hobbit movies with adding things. So, in general, this TV series is basically almost easily explained as a casual viewer enjoyer like somebody who doesn't know lord of the rings or just watch the movies or doesn't know a lot would be able to go into this and enjoy it and that's kind of what it's meant to be and that's what it seems like it's was aiming or gunning for straight off the bat and the thing is it's not very lore accurate so there there is some there is some like okay yes this is this is correct but a lot of it is like what are they doing like this is not right and a lot of confusing things so that is definitely something to note and it's it's i think it's one of its downsides because they could have easily made it easily graspable for beginners or like the casual enjoyer and also lore accurate but for some reason they didn't and i was i listened to a few things talking about it before this recording this and they were saying one of the people was saying like you can tell there was like a lack of love in producing this. It was more like a, they made the show for the show because like the attention to little details was less um, apparent. Like, and he, they were talking more in like writing wise and character writing for the other extra side characters, um, which I was like, yeah, okay. That definitely is something that I found to be accurate when, when seeing this. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's there. Um, they spend a lot of money on it. You can, if you want to steal the mic to uh, <laughs> talk about it, you can. But I've got a while. Oh, the one good thing they did do is the intro. That's like the best part of the whole series. We're I'll not say. Skip the intro. Yeah, yeah. We're not skipping. <laughs> no, we're not skipping the intro because it's just like because we're already synced up. <laughs> and it's the uh, I'd say it's the watch it for the intro if nothing else. <laughs> you know Alex and Joe are gonna come and it's just gonna be chaos. Yeah, we we might get a lot of you're, loud you're background noise. The screen isn't gonna do anything that bad. Oh, you're oh, the intro is so good. We have someone somebody to Wait, watch is this it. A new version of the intro? It could be a semi extended. It's a slight difference. Oh no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of like the gist of Rings of Power. I personally. <laughs> that's probably gonna be <laughs> oh well <laughs> won't be in. this mic is super sensitive to only like a directional yelling like from here to there and it barely picks okay up. okay um so yeah this this show well i lost my train of thought this show uh had a huge budget i heard and for what the budget is i guess i can say i'm a little disappointed i okay i was giving my opinion on the show you know as a whole i enjoyed it I thought, okay, it's a TV series, you know, it's amusement. Uh, But I didn't enjoy it for being a good Lord of the Rings work. I enjoyed it for being a 
good fantasy <laughs> work, which is different. It's pretty different. Like, imagine it was Lord of the. It was a fantasy that was loosely based in Middle Earth and loosely based off of yeah. Lord of the Rings characters or Tolkien's characters. So you're like, okay, that's good. But in in the end, it wasn't most. I I guess I'll say all true Tolkien. It's in his ear. He has it in his ear. But I already watched the episode. All Tolkien true uh hardcore Tolkien fans would be quite disappointed by this. I mean, in the end they would like it because it's another Tolkien work, I guess. Well, I'm I'm speaking generally. I'm speaking very generally. You're right, you're right, Caleb. Okay. If they were reasonable, they would be happy that there's a Tolkien work, maybe, possibly, but I don't know because it's a it's something that's ruined and already done, you know, because like you can't redo this now. Well you can, but it'd be like, oh, they're doing it again type of deal. So yeah, and like I said, I'm not super well versed in the actual lore, but they do they do um, break the line quite a bit, and then and then there's also the talk of like oh, putting all right, making it political. So the big subject would be like a black elf or what else is political in here? Elves oh, with short hair. Elves with short hair. It's and, weird. <laughs> and also not only that, but also all the um. I guess that wouldn't be the well. I guess you could chalk it up to wokeness, like all the um, focused woman leads. As far as like a lot of times, like Galadriel making her a warrior was a strange move on their part because she wasn't really warrior in that sense. Um, well, she didn't have to be. She didn't have to be warrior. She could. She could have um, been a warrior, and then like it's. This is. A long long time before that so like I, I can see that evolution being somewhat realistic and she has motivation for the warrior role as well like to kind of get revenge for her brother I guess by the way I have like zero knowledge of names other than the original <laughs> cast oh, so there's like there's Gandalf and there's Galadriel and there's Elrond and there's Dudin, and is that all the original cast? I think it is. Yeah. Oh, they're here. Let them in. We have to do this all in one take. No cuts. You are live on Unadorned. This mic is pretty directional. No breaks. We our viewers are synced. They are locked in. They are seeing the exact same green cloaked man that I am right now. <laughs> also, so I can hear Jeffrey. I have the volume super low, but it doesn't matter because I don't care that much about dialogue. <laughs> Read the faces and <laughs> yeah, I thought that um just based on the earlier ones, um. I did not really think the dialogue was on par with the original Tolkien stuff, which I mean makes sense because it's uh, kind of hard to rival Tolkien. Tolkien. Actually, one thing I wanted to say about the show is this show had like three different directors, and it's after I heard that I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. It was like the first four episodes were one director, and then and then they like switched, and then they switched one more time, I think, and. I don't know why. I have no clue. But I was like, oh, my goodness, that makes so much sense because, like, the first four episodes were the same. And then there's a dramatic switch. Some of them did a good job, but, like, it was pretty wildly inconsistent. And one of the directors was doing a lot of Dutch angles in one scene, and it was a little much for me. I was like, okay, please stop it. That was episode two like, or three? No, that's like, four, oh. I'm pretty sure. Episode four, I think. It, it, but I was like, oh, my goodness, it was, like, too much for me shiny crystals um so i was like okay that's enough but some some of the camera work was good in some of the episodes it was i mean for for the amount of money that they spent they could have done better <laughs> like they put a lot of money in it and i feel like they didn't get 
what they should have gotten out of that much money. And I'm not sure what what end up happening. Who knows? But anyways, yeah, I just wanted to give you that short little fact factoid there. Should we do spoilers? Well, I, we already kind of spoiled it. I, I mean, I... Yes, yes. I, I the last episode. Yeah. I forgot Sauron. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of this scene. <laughs> but... He doesn't listen. Uh, so the, the raft guy um, turns out to be Sauron. Spoilers. Um, it's too late. I guess... I guess... I don't see the things like that very well. Like, I don't ask myself questions about character motivation enough i guess because yes looking back on it it's like oh yeah there's a dude on a raft so what's his real motivation oh he doesn't have one no that's not how stories work <laughs> this should have been way easier for me to place but i just did not um manage to do that well yeah it was weird like it, like in the story they referenced he was not who uh Elijah wanted her to be or wanted him to be but then they also didn't um like, they seemed to depower him to such a level where it was like, who is he trying to deceive and why? And, like, would what, what, what he killed the big fish in the raft because he didn't want to die and he had other purposes? Like, what was going on there? Because technically, like, later in this episode, you'll see he's, like, a wizard dude. <laughs> he, like, has magic. So it's like, what is going on? Like, why was he in a situation where he could have potentially died by a big fish and like what why like was he just gonna like resign himself to his own fate and be like okay i'm just gonna die here so it's a little bit confusing and weird oh speaking of the numenorians they kind of did these guys wrong they did them a little dirty because i'm pretty sure they were like basically they're like a superior human race like they're taller they're like a foot taller or something and then the reason they're all weird about other people is because they viewed themselves so conceitedly better that they like blocked themselves off. And so they created a lot of things, which was hard to tell just going to the Galadriel, going to the city. Um, so they kind of played them a little strange and their motivations are weird. And like, it seems like they put a bunch of characters in the Tolkien world, Tolkien world, uh, Lord Middle Earth, and then they forgot that they were in Middle Earth, and there was like rules and boundaries, and like interactions actually mattered. And they're just like, okay, we need this to work story wise, so let's just make it happen. And it seemed like it was. This isn't technically Middle Earth, right? Well, yeah, place. yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. yes, Numenor is not technically. Uh, I'm not it's super not sure. It's like it's like an island off to the side, in the sea. But um, I, it's almost like they didn't care enough to really. Oh. Snap, <laughs> truly and in this scene i didn't get it. it when they're like looking at the weird power crystal thing like what is going on <laughs> like they did not explain this at all in any way i think i missed some dialogue earlier on that explains a lot of things because it's just a little bit disjointed it's just like what is what is the uh numenor and lady doing in like the center the the inner palace chamber and stuff like that it was He's, what's his face his brother daughter daughter the, the captain the sailor's captain's daughter and he also has a son and well the son is kaput oh, he died. yeah that's why you'll see you'll see later they glad you talks about it oh is that pot wait wait yeah okay that makes sense okay that would make sense but what would it be seeing? Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> or in communication with. I guess it would be one with the elves, because don't the elves have one. Maybe. Anyways. Uh, yeah, there's... A, oh, <laughs> it's it's easy to call in the show. It's like Galadriel just sails like 40% of the show. I'm just going to call her a sailor now. Because she's like on a boat back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's another thing they didn't do well. It's like showing distance and time traveled it seemed like really quick in compared to what like it was it was kind of disappointing it's like oh elrond is at the dwarf kingdom oh elrond is back in the city oh elrond is at the dwarf kingdom like okay okay yeah i think that's um a key way that it differs from lord of the rings actually 
is the Lord of the Rings. It's all this whole story is a journey, and each character is always moving um, towards some kind of goal geographically. And I mean, you don't um, you don't see a break in that in the Lord of the Rings until the th- the the Return of the King when. Aragorn and Gimli and Gandalf and everybody are trying to decide what to, whether like what do we do now? We've we've reached our, we've stayed stayed uh, the enemy from taking out over our stuff. What do we do now? And then because their journey is kind of complete for them, but then they realize the ultimate journey is actually protect the ring bearer and get the job done. But this show doesn't have that journey element. It's more character based which is i guess it's not very tolkieny because tolkieny seems like it's a journey and then you see how the the journey changes the characters not the other way around yeah. and and speaking of that another weakness i found in the show and it's pretty apparent is this the two it was almost too much side things going on to really have a good focus for for instance all the side plot with the mysterious wizard guy and the hobbits, which yes, they're hobbits. <laughs> lore technically Wait, wise, they're what? <laughs> technically lore wise, their hobbits are have they're like basically sub subclasses of hobbits. There's like hard harfoots, which is what they're showing, which are hobbits. It tells it in the book, and there's two others, and so like the with those guys and potentially Gandalf, which it seemed like it was a Gandalf at the end. And then the the one elf dude with all the sad townspeople out in the boonies with the orcs, and then the other elves, and then the dwarves, and, and then Galadriel and the raft guy. Um, so it was just like almost. I wouldn't say it was too much going on. It was, it seemed disjointed and too spread out for each storyline. See, a lot of doing all of those storylines, is hard to pull off well, because time in one place spent is like the world is still moving but then you have to also sometimes show important scenes and then like getting them to fit nicely into the puzzle piece together at the end if not done right it's super unsatisfactory and super bland and if done well it's like really nice and cool like and for this for this show i think they did it okay which was almost bad because it was just like okay yeah it worked but they like did the bare minimum it seemed like to put them together but that's that was like the other big a lot of negative <laughs> speaking well i've just seen some elves in the the past scene slash there's a few in this scene they're doing a bunch of stuff to the mithril it looks like i like how mithril is like super intense strongness yeah well, they're they're taking like the the rock off of it, I think. Yeah, but I I want to see the wood elves. We I I assume they aren't in Middle Earth yet, but are they in Middle Earth? Maybe, but I want to see them either starting the colony in the forest or, oh, short hair elf guy, another one. It's. I guess that was the style of the day, and somehow I can justify that. <laughs> I mean, this is thousands of years before. We're allowed to have different styles. It's all good. It's a little weird, but given the future trends. But yeah, I want to see the wood elves. I want to see Thranduil and however um, that kingdom kind of comes about. Oh, is is this the moment? No, not the actual moment. <laughs> Cheeky dialogues. Basically. We'd love to see it. Oh, is she? She's suspicious. Yeah, which is. It's weird because he he never didn't. wasn't gonna tell her, it seemed like. Like, is he trying to deceive them? And okay, so in the lore accurate version, Sauron comes basically as a elf, like disguising himself as an elf to easily infiltrate the elves to learn their trade secrets of making rings. So it's weird how they change him into this one random guy who would have been hard to get the elf knowledge. So like, it's 
Like, why did they why did they make this choice? Maybe from a writing ease of writing standard, I guess maybe <laughs> or like I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, if they made this show super boring but lower accurate, would it be good? And would it be received well? Probably, probably it would probably be. Yeah, it's so hard to tell. Eh, I I don't know. Also, how how can he not like feel he's evil? There, it seems like in Lord of the Rings, like like this has no magic. <laughs> Gandalf like does some stuff, and these random characters that he's talking with do some Which stuff. But it's not like magic is intrinsic to the world. Like, where is Galadriel's magic? Does she not have it yet? Is it all from the ring that she has hers? I don't think so. There's elf magics that are separate from that. So, I don't I don't know. Ooh, he's showing the star map. What does the star map mean? Going to get our little astrology lesson? Is that the table constellation, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> a, shield. a shield? Okay. Is that what they're calling it? I don't know. Also, Gandalf can speak intelligently now somehow. Magic. Magic. Uh, did I just miss that transition or was it just like, oh, one episode he can't and next episode he can? Is that the thing? I don't think he had any good reason to speak intelligibly before. Wow, <laughs> it's just like uh, these hobbits are terrible. Nobody needs to communicate with them. Wow, these people are really on top of their magic. They're making the leaves all spin around and stuff. The wind. You see this in the Hobbit video, the wind that comes from uh, when they fight um, Sauron. Is there is there like wind magic in the Lord of the Rings itself? Surely there is. Oh yeah, um, at the very beginning when they fight um, Sauron, right? Well, Lord of the Rings magic is weird because it's un, it's very undefined. And it's yeah, more like, yeah. uh, with mm, there's a term I think it's loose magic where it's the rules are Whoa. not clearly stated. <laughs> yeah, and strange. It's just like, oh yeah, they have magic and they do magic just battle. Gave him a vape. Oh. <laughs> Starting Gandalf early on the tobacco. I see. <laughs> Long bottom leaf. <laughs> yeah, and like I have no clue what these the three white magic ladies are about in four. It's strange and confusing. And why do they later wraith wraith form go and stuff? It's like I said. It seems okay. There's mystery, but the mystery seems not not altogether comforting. I feel like some action is about to go down here. We got the drawn knives. These magic beings are going to kill some Harfoots. <laughs> or the Harfoots are going to be like, we're poor people, please don't kill us. Imagine they just like turn into elite warrior mode and just destroy the, lady, the wizard ladies. Oh, they tied him up. Interesting. And I, I, I thought this was Gandalf all along. Well, maybe not all along, but from episode, I don't know, like a few episodes in, I kind of realized this is the Gandalf guy because, I don't know, he seems like what other wizard has this much interaction with hobbits? Like Saruman doesn't really have this much interaction with the hobbits. Oh, does he have a, oh, is that a kill shot? Over a long period of time, maybe. Oh, he fell off the cliff. <laughs> Whoa, that's a weird angle. I kind of like it, though. Ah, They're a faker. A skin changer. But not a skin changer like in The Hobbit. Like, what's his face? No, the, the bear dude. 
Bayorn, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about the feel of this. The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings feel a lot like each other, but this um this one does not as much like the the cinematography or something. Like yeah, I mean the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings had the same director, so that would make sense for for that wise. And oh, and the, yep, yeah, they, he did or at least he was heavily involved in Hobbit, I'm pretty sure. But see, there's also a different form of displaying like yes it's a movie but it's also a tv show so i feel like they had a lot of potential that they could really achieve and they had a lot of almost creative uh space to work in and i it seems like they kind of fell short with their what they could do and i don't know it's it's hard to say. <laughs> it's a standard wizard fight that's going on. It's a on. wizard battle. <laughs> it's a wizard battle. You know it. <laughs> staff on staff. And and spinning old men in circles. <laughs> or perceived. He was just born like last week. <laughs> He's not that old. He looks old. That's for sure. Also, who are these people? Are they star people or what? Whoa. Stabbed in the foot. Got wrecked. Is this Gandalf uh, getting... What What do they want from him is the question. So they thought he was Sauron. Make him see. Are they trying to convince him he's Sauron still, I guess? I, pardon me if this uh, if they were very obvious about it, but I'm trying to listen to everything going on here, and I've got this show in one ear and Jeffrey in the other ear, basically. <laughs> people throwing rocks. They really care about this guy, which is strange because they don't care about their own people. You know? <laughs> it's just like earlier in the show you see them just like, ah, leave him behind. My minor injury. We have to move. Why do we have to move? Um, we just do. It's our way. Leave him behind. We can't carry him. That's for sure. We haven't invented the wheel yet, except for our wagons, of course. Those are for our stuff, though. <laughs> but we don't have any stuff because it was all burned, and now more stuff is getting burned. Wow. This is uh. This is what he thinks back to when he's fighting the Balrog, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, little hobbit person. Oh, she needs him. So why do they need him? Is it just because he can do the magic and make flowers come out of the tree? Is that why? I, I think it's different motivation. I don't even know at this point. Well, it's, she has feelings for him, but it doesn't make sense that the whole tribe does, you know? Well, they're always skeptical of big folk, so it's a big folk that is somewhat appropriated, I guess, over time, and then they're like, okay, he's fine-ish. Because like, they were helping them uh, bring the what their family on the trailer and stuff. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of... It is a little strange... Get up. This scene is kind of strange. Again, I'm not great with character motivations, but it doesn't seem like these people would be sticking around this much. I guess Hobbit's courage can surprise you, though, so kind of makes sense, yeah. After all those, you can learn everything about their ways in a month or something, but after nearly a hundred years, they can still surprise you. But if these are hobbits, it would be much longer than a hundred years. So Gandalf was even playing conservative with that saying. <laughs> they came from the shadows. They wear white though, so that's interesting. Whoa, wraith material. He has some serious magic in that staff. 
and they look just like the wraiths in um, Lord of the Rings and a moth for some reason. They turned into moths. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a little bizarre. Is that his staff fading away? <laughs> okay. This is special. Special times. So if he could have done that all along, why did he wait? Because he thought he was evil. Yeah, maybe. We just uh, started and we watched a little bit and now we're this far. Halfway, oh my. So much happens the last half of the episode must be. Just don't pause it. Just, yeah. Yeah. Two-fifths of the way there. Is that dude going to die? Is he going to die? I don't know. He's basically their entire society. The hobbit chief boy with the gray, the gray-haired old hobbit guy. It's interesting. I guess it kind of follows a tribal culture, kind of, that they're deeply rooted in tradition, but also they're willing to ditch that for whatever this dude says, basically. And is that is that a tribal thing? Like you, you're deeply rooted in tradition, but then you'll listen to your leader above almost everything in the tradition to some extent. Because he's like, oh, yeah, this this guy's well, he's fine, you know. Is he going to die? Is he going to become one with the fours? I think so. I, realistically, their medicine is not that great. That's a nasty something. Elf medicine is good, and they have, like, Gandalf there, so <laughs> it makes things grow. No, but the... Oh, they're all going to turn into stone because the sun's coming up. Yeah. So this is what is confusing to me, this scene, when they go back to Numenor, and they're all, like, shocked and weirded out. I don't understand why. But the... Oh, what was he going to say? Oh, this, this is stinks. And you can't edit any of this out, Caleb. Well, you can, but it'll mess everything up. Nope. No editing. One cut at the beginning, one cut at the end. <laughs> Done. <laughs> it's just it's just the last ones. The oh my goodness, I can't remember. So this uh this lady is still blind, I guess. The commander of the Numenorean people, the queen. Is it is she a queen or like an empress or what? It was un unsure. The ruler lady. And she got blinded by the giant volcano ash stuff. I guess her oh, I fovea was damaged or something like that. All I have to say is this actor, I don't know if it was bad directing, but I, this is not how blind people act because they can still orient themselves. Like she's like stiff, straight on all the time. It's like she's well, not. She just got blinded too. Well, yeah, but you can. You'd still look in the direction of where voices are coming from. I wouldn't. I and if you can still use your pupils, would you look? Or no? Okay, so blind people. I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry. I'm being. I I'm, look at people when I. I'm being like terribly. Well, I'm being terribly ignorant. But from what I know is like, if you still have your, all your eyes intact, like they look fine. Like. You'll just be looking straight ahead most of the time, but you can still turn your head. Um, what I was going to say is, what I got off topic is the music, which is a big part of the Lord of the Rings. Like, no <laughs> <music>. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings franchise is a big part, like the movies, I mean. And I think it's weird because these, this show, it wasn't, you didn't, you don't notice it that much, which is both good and bad. So I would say it's good music in the fact that it is unobstructive, so it's not bad, but it's also it's not actively bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not actively bad, but it was it's a little more tame at times. But I, I thought it was pretty good. On, in all honesty, what do you think about the music, the score? Well, I think whenever I'm editing stuff, I well, I I think that audio is half of video, like. For me, at least, I 
I want the audio to be right up there with quality of the video, like the shots that I'm seeing. Like I, I place almost equal value to that. But if they didn't want to break the bank on giant uh, orchestra, I mean this, it would it would feel a lot more I think. But it you do risk um the chance of like uh, doing it at the wrong points, and they kept everything really simple in this I think, and it's not amazingly thematic yet I don't think like there isn't an overarching theme of. This is affecting everybody. I'm hoping to see some super epic, dramatic music when Sauron reveals himself, because that is the one thing that's actually going to affect loads and loads of people. So we'll see um, what the music is like. What are you laughing about? Nothing. Is this I, scene weird or something? No, no. I'm laughing because I already watched this episode, so I know, oh. I know the future <laughs> in that sort of sense. Yes, very very perceptive. Yeah, I don't have I don't have much knowledge on the Numenorians because she's blind. Okay. And it looks cool. <laughs> I think it looks cool. Like if I was blind, I would wear. So that everyone knows she's blind, maybe. Yeah. I guess so. Like I don't understand why it's a big deal that they have black flags on their ship. I don't understand well, I've that. I've seen that symbol somewhere. I did. I really don't get it. And I'm and like the context was so confusing. Is Does it mean that he's dying, that guy? But maybe he's already dead. I'm. Or maybe he's dead. He did. But it doesn't like explain what they're gonna do next. It just like looks kind of like Patrick Rothfuss to me. <laughs> you can tell he's evil just how he, how he looks. <laughs> oh, big explosion happening! <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> bad things are going down. <laughs> <laughs> going up in Got flames. Gunpowder out here. <laughs> oh, their forge just got destroyed by Mithril. They tried to forge it, and it was too powerful. Most likely, that's what the orcs happened with the orcs. Yeah. When they found the fortress. Oh. This is interesting. They don't have time to forge the stuff because they're all going to die, like, tomorrow. This guy's in a big rush. He's an elf. He's very impatient for an elf. I don't get this. Ah. Uh, yes, this is the this is the big brainstorm here. The metals should not be forced to join, but drawn or coaxed. Makes sense. I mean, work with the metal. I don't know what um, Lord of the Rings directors know about metalworking, though, unfortunately. Because the scene where they reforge um, the sword in, in uh, the Lord of the Rings is definitely not very realistic it's only orange hot and they just bang at it with hammers and then it's a sword it's like what <laughs> this is not how you <laughs> rejoin things say hey don't 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 knock the uh, orcs too much with their forging techniques they get orcs it done it <laughs> they had it molten and it ran into the into the molds and then boom Oh, you're talking about the fancy sword yeah. <laughs> the rebuilding scene it's just orange hot not even white <laughs> Does, it's not even soft looking. They like put they it, just put effects on that sword. It's just glowing orange. <laughs> just like put put some uh, little clamps on there. Like yeah, this will hold it all together. <laughs> uh, this cannot be the big reveal here because they're in like a flowery place. There's no way. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Oh snap! She threw a scroll on the ground. That's the thing I like about Numenor is there's scrolls everywhere. No, we're not in Numenor. Numenor. This isn't Numenor? Oh, this is this is back at the elf? Okay. Anyways, this show shows a lot of scrolls, and Lord of the Rings has, like, one scene with loads of scrolls. Yeah, when Gandalf is referencing the records, and that's it. This has loads of scrolls. 
in the backgrounds of a lot of scenes and stuff. A little, little awkward with uh, the physical dynamics of this scene. <laughs> they look like they're about to sword fight. <laughs> like the distances they're keeping and the way they're stepping at each other in a way. She's like retreating from him and he's trying to make a point. I mean, I guess it speaks to what their attitudes are in the scene though. He's he's trying to make his big point and she's like, I already know. Oh, there. She went to stab him. Wow, the icy stare. Whoa. He does have magics. No special effects for that magics though. She's in Rohan. <laughs> Rocks and grass. Oh, this is a flashback to like the very first scene, roughly. The ver the time of the very first scene when she's hanging with the bro. Flowers in the field. This is strange. I guess this is just like her dreamland or something. Unless he wanted her to have this flashback. I, I don't find that believable though. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's trying to be Sithly and use, um, use the loss of her brother as a motivation somehow. Seems like a Sith move. Yeah. Kind of tenderize the heart, you know? Never mind, it was me who killed your brother <laughs> just uh, forget about that and then join forces with me to avenge him uh, his hair <laughs> you're never gonna get over the short elf hair <laughs> um yeah it's it's actually funny though because it'll come up shortly but in this scene it is how like does this Sauron's magic works like it's so weird and is that what the brother actually said in the beginning probably not that like it's I'm like wait a minute I don't know <clears throat> and it, it's just weird and it, it seems like uh, for for elves who live a long time their characters seemingly should be more developed than they are because they have lived for a long time already. Like, it seems like they're all, all these elf characters are in their, like, mid-teens, finally, like, learning who they are as people when they've had hundreds of years. Hey, elf lives are really <laughs> long. <laughs> okay. Like, if I'm 100 years old, I'm not going to, like, bother with silly things anymore. I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm sick and tired of all this junk. I'm just going <laughs> to, I don't know. It just, but that's, that's, like, a weird minor point that it's hard to, Hard to say. Uh, it might not even be a minor point. Because, like, if you think, do personalities change after a certain age? Not they do, but like it takes I a lot. Think they do. Well, it takes a lot because you're pretty set in your ways. Like it would take a lot for you. It you take traumatic, major traumatic, well, <laughs> traumatic things to set in motion a new thing. I think people live um a lot of their life with like in the perspective of death and lifespan like they they live their life in a timeline like okay i roughly have this many years and okay i'm on the downhill or whatever but elves don't really have that yeah these are visions <laughs> well i guess they aren't yeah they're dreams more so than visions They're back on the raft. But yeah, like I was saying, I think a lot of people, and elves might just think differently intrinsically, but I feel like if humans had lives that were a lot longer, we would live life very differently, and our first hundred years wouldn't look very much like our first um, hundred years as we have them now. Because we're just living like preparing for death and then dying sadly <laughs> so yeah. i don't know i know that might be a slight exaggeration but uh, there's at least some truth to it i think what it, 
So they're, she's asking the, he's asking the big questions. <laughs> he's trying to convince her that evil isn't that bad. <laughs> what is this? He's like, I, I told you I'd done great evil. And she was like, ah, yeah, that's fine. And now she's like really stiff. Yeah. Yeah, the camera work isn't bad here at all. That is pretty cool. Oh, snap. She sees the reflection of the horny helmet. The horned helmet might be a proper way to say that. <laughs> Yeah, so I like how they re reference the um, words used that she uses later about the the dark, the great queen and whatever when she's tempted by the ring. I thought I was like, oh, that's that's a good homage to the actual Lord of the Rings movies. <coughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's her temptation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also. Oh, darn it! I forgot what I was gonna say. I bothering me a little bit. <laughs> no, it's not happening, Jeff. No. no. <laughs> so he's trying to kind of make the case that she's going to be his ground to the light and the goodness and he's going to be the power, which is kind of a weird way of putting it. It's a weird wedding proposal right there. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And she's just like, bro, you're super evil. Why? And now he's like, now you don't have a choice anymore. I'm going to bring a bunch of chaos and destroy all the goodness. Little did you know that Sauron would have been an okay guy if Gladriel hadn't turned him down. <laughs> Look at all this chaos. They're literally on a raft with loads of lightning and waves and stuff. Now she's drowning. Oh, she's having the same fate as what's-his-face. And the drowning on the thing. That's interesting. Yeah, I think this is just kind of symbolizing like the chaos trying to overtake her, right? And she's gonna escape it with the light, I assume, right? It ought to be that way, right? Yeah, it's kind of a weird scene in how all this plays out and works. Like, as you see, ah. yeah, yeah, it's like it's like kind of based in what's going it on. Escape it just cut yeah Terrible. yeah it's all it's all strange and elrond and galadriel's origin story did not happen like this <laughs> like what they're saying when they when they reference it i really wish i remembered the thing i was gonna say it's gonna bother me a lot now mm. i'll try as i talk as i <laughs> as i will make filler words happen the uh <laughs> the Wait, that was weird. There's a lot of dead noise that we cannot edit out. We're just like it's super good this this movie. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, you know what I noticed? In earlier episodes, the armor did not look real. It just looked weird. No, okay. It looked really weird. Not, I'm talking about specifically like the Numenor armor. Like, it, I don't know what it was about it, but it was so weird looking. And I, it just kind of bothered me. It seemed mm. fake. Like, it was like scale armor, right? It was scale armor, but it was way too pristine for what it was, <laughs> even if it was new. And it just seemed off-putting and not it seems it was a weird metal it's it's possible but it seemed quite incoherent and like oh okay was it like the the material or the way it was formed 
it, it was the material not fitting in the world. It seemed like it seemed like this is. Mm. It seemed like you put a too new material into the world. Yeah. Which I can get it if that's what they were going for, but they didn't. It, they didn't have any context to it. It's just like weird looking armor. Okay. I mean, I guess you don't need context, but it was just like a little off putting. There, I was like, uh, okay. So they're gonna make three rings. For the elf lord. <laughs> so, how do they divvy up the rings? How do they all go to the elves? I don't know. Does it, Gladriel just take them all, or is it just because they're made there, or what? I think it's. I know Gladriel gets one, and I'm not sure how they divvy it up, but I the one thing I did appreciate is they. Reference Gil Galad, which is an elf dude who is actually in the books, <laughs> who plays a very minor part, but he's like, yeah, this guy was like a legend from old, basically. He's in all the songs. Yeah, is yeah, that? yeah, and then they referenced it later. Now they're back. A Hobbit scene. And what's her name? Is it Nori? Yeah. Nori is talking with uh, Monsieur Gandalf. Under the magical tree that seems to at least be capable of being magicked, if that's a thing. But I don't, the, the what does a tree mean? That's the question. Doesn't mean nothing. Probably, it's probably just like a way for them to show <laughs> that Gandalf can do things. It's just like a tree up on the hill, and he's like, "Hey, I can do things." I can help you. I can bring life to a tree, and that's how you live. You just got all your wagons burned down, didn't you? You want me to hang around, don't you? It's strange that he, like, he's so powerful. Like, why does he need these people? And, like, it feels like he needs them somehow. Is it, like, emotionally he's he's attached some weird way because they, they were the people who found him, I guess? I guess that's kind of neat if that's the reason. Um, like, given his relationship with uh, Bilbo later on. Frodo, not so much. He isn't that close to Frodo <laughs> until they go on the journey. Um, or is he? Yeah, I guess he isn't super close to Bilbo either. Um... But anyway, that's a little off topic of this. Will Nori die? Probably not this season. That's my prediction. <laughs> oh, that is a good Next season. Do you think do you think they should make another season? And I do think they will. I don't think they're in a financial place where they could <laughs> because of the money they spent well, in the Amazon. Well they and can if they want. I guess you're right. But in the in the reception it got, <clears throat> I don't think it would do uh, all too well. Like, I was just happy as, as more content for Lord of the Rings coming out. Just to kind of refuel things happening, possibly. So, I I don't know. It, in my opinion, in the end, it was like a... It, it was neither good nor bad, this whole thing. Like, it didn't do anything, and it didn't really take away. The only thing it took away from is making a lore accurate version of this. But that's there's, that, there's always that risk. So, it was more like, eh. It's content anyways, so <laughs> what's the matter? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is that, that's probably a thing that also makes people dislike something the most. This isn't super strong, this isn't super strongly connected to the Lord of the Rings story, just because there's such like a huge time gap and there's barely any of the same characters and they aren't even the same. They go through lots of changes. So... It's like they can ruin this and it doesn't really affect how you view Lord of the Rings. It's just like a totally separate story almost in your mind. Or maybe it's just so bad that people just can't believe it. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> or or maybe I'm just uh, totally wrong in that theory. <laughs> That's very possible. The dude's just standing up on the hill next to the tree. Why not? Trees symbolize life. Oh, is she going to stay with what's-his-face? Maybe? No? 
seems like she's going to. Again, I missed a lot of uh, dialogue. Classic. Yep, this is definitely a farewell. This is an awkward farewell. Here's something I haven't <clears throat> on my little research of like other people listening to other people. I haven't seen a lot of people complain or say anything about the acting. Like, because a lot of times when there's a big production like this and stuff, there's some hubbub about acting, and that's normally if there's bad actors. So that would lead me to believe that all the roles were cast pretty okay and they all acted okay other than a few here and there maybe and you know what they don't tie up at all they don't even touch the uh the guys who lived in mordor <laughs> and like that one elf dude and that family they just like oh we'll leave him with us like they don't even go they don't tie it up at all in this episode <laughs> they just like leave him to where they were <laughs> like okay yep he's there there they weren't really actually that important they just we just wanted to show you that mordor was made that means <laughs> season two <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, what is their overall significance? Not a lot. They're just guys from the thing. And I don't think... The weird thing is, if they want to stay somewhat lore accurate, if they... the they ha A lot of time has to pass, which is possible to do, from now until the big battle, which is strange, because, like, Mordor has to get really strong. Oh, like, they have a lot of content they could go through. Like, the corrupting... The making of the rings and the corrupting of the the mortal men who gets the rings the kings like that would be yeah that would be cool like the men in fighting like the one thing i'm disappointed about the show is for such a high budget and stuff there's not a lot of good fight battle scenes actions like the biggest <laughs> fight scene that occurred was like 50 against 100 at most and i was like that's kind of like eh. <laughs> i was very disappointed but they did have some horses i'll give them that they had a few horses in there. It was, it was classic Lord of the Rings. I was like, okay, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm a little happy. So, I don't know. It just, it seems like they had so much potential, and they do, but I don't know. Also, how are they, like, just letting her stay? It seems, seems like they don't have enough motivation to just like let her stay yeah it's weird their parents are just like yeah go with him we're a little sad but it'll be fine <laughs> we saw him kill some bad people who were probably bad but you never know they were just powerful <laughs> these these hobbits are so skeptical of things, but they're not skeptical of the weird magic man. <laughs> they're I'm like saying. they're like, oh, weird magic man. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, we don't mind him. Another awkward farewell. <laughs> you gotta love it. Doubling up on them. That's another Lord of the Rings thing. You double up on the awkward farewells. <laughs> you see it with. Mm, not with Frodo actually. Frodo is. Frodo has like the the sweet farewells. Wow, what a guy. He he also has the letter to Sam, but that's pretty classy. You gotta admit. I'm getting like um, what's that? Is it Windows Vista? The background. I'm getting those vibes from these hills here. <laughs> <laughs> the hills in the background every so often. <laughs> the coloring is um, about right. They also wear huge acorns in their hair, like huge. Well, I guess they're hobbits. Maybe they aren't huge acorns. Maybe they're super small people. Probably. I mean, she's a kid and a hobbit. So I don't know. Wait, if he's Gandalf, she's already full grown. Wow. She's like as tall as Bilbo. Maybe hobbits get shorter over the years. No, yeah. Grow, they, grow in a different, they grow in a different way. They don't grow up. They start growing. Up. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> they grow. I think there's a joke about that in the books. No, isn't there a joke about the hobbits growing wider? There could be. There could be. There's a lot of good content. Yeah. So what are they gonna do? <laughs> Wait, 
that is the whole question of the show. What are they doing? And like, what? There's these ca- what? they are characters. <laughs> they just go. They just exist. <laughs> Zero motivation up out of anyone but Galadriel and Sauron. Well, Sauron's motivation is very strange too. It's, it's like I just wanted to yeah, repair right. the damage that I already did. What? You're right. He's very powerful, but his motivation isn't really there. You're right. The power just kind of hides it better. I still want to know why he was on the stupid ship in the first place. What was he doing? <laughs> he was just waiting. He was waiting to find Galadriel. He knew. That's why he used up all his power to know where to be <laughs> at the right time. And the hobbits leave behind yet another of their own. They lost her to Strange Man. Strange magic man, no less. Yep. That's so weird. But hobbits can still surprise you. Even after a hundred years, roughly. Is she gonna melt that boy? Oh yeah. And then and then the elves have super magical forging techniques where they'll they'll mix three metals and they'll come out different colors. It's really wild. That's cool. You'll see. You'll see. Like, I suppose you could argue that the um. How's she that close? That, that yeah. Has some serious radiating heat. I would not want to be that close. But the symbol. But the symbolism, Caleb, of her melting the sword that his her brother gave him. Why does she need to melt it anyways? To get all the jewels off it? Well, they they explained earlier that they needed the rare the rare they needed the finest gold the and silver. Finest. <laughs> finest. So she had to sacrifice it. That is fine. Even though it doesn't take that much to make one ring, but <laughs> you know, Ooh, they got the molten stuff. Yep. And then they'll do some swirly swirly actions and then blam drop in that uh, mithril thing and blammo you got magic rings you could even do that at home almost yeah <laughs> it's definitely a thing on tiktok <laughs> it's like oh too bad uh wait too bad sauron didn't think of this wait he's the one who had the idea isn't he he's like yeah. oh why don't we coax it yeah okay duh just like He's gonna drop it in and it's gonna splash. Wait, wait, up. he says, <laughs> plop. <laughs> it's like the classic. Oh, and it looks like an eye. Wow. Oh. Subtle foreshadowing. Wow, it's staying hot for a really long time. Mm-hmm. That's molten for a good spell. And they take that much out of the whole batch and they make the last ring. (laughs) They just have this whole room is like the Ring Maker 3000. (laughs) The whole forging, the whole thing, like they didn't have to modify their room that much. They like. That's pretty dope. Are they making all three of the rings at the same time? That's the real question. Or are they just making the one? It it was confusing. No, we haven't gotten to the one ring yet. No, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> the third one. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. We haven't gotten to that level of malice and cruelty and mm-hmm. will to dominate Sar- all Sar- <laughs> Sauron just needs some more foreboding, and he needs to spend some time with the orc boys, and he'll be, he'll be ready to... We have seen the will to dominate all life, though. That seems pretty strong. When? When he was on the in Galadriel's uh, dream. Oh, when yeah. he was like, "Well, if you don't want to do it, you have to do it anyways." <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just a sad child with some issues. Wow, he found the scroll that she dropped in the river in the dream. Whoa! Wait, that wasn't a dream. <laughs> Caleb's not, even Caleb's confused at what's real and what's not real. It was around the same time as the dream scenes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. 
they are. The th- the oh, two way. Look at that blue stone. That was a nice stone. Don't you want it? I want a blue stone. Diamonds are overhyped. They have no color, usually. <laughs> all right, all right. In this other room, one of our roommates is is theorizing that Frodo's coat should have enough power to destroy the evil yes, ring. Yes. <laughs> because maybe that's what maybe There's that's so what... much mithril in there. <laughs> the, the real reason Frodo lasted so long against the ring. That's why Galadriel <laughs> kind of tiptoes around Frodo. You know, she, she knows that he has the mithril coat He's on. Like, oh boy. <laughs> okay, look. There's three rings there. Two of them are different colors than the third one. And they mixed the same mixture, supposedly, for all of them. What, what is going on? They just went to Walmart and got some spray paint. <laughs> you guess so. Wait, wait, did they make all the three rings at the same time? With the same yeah. metals? Then why are they different colors when they just poured out the whole... That's not what they showed. They just showed you mixing it all, and then... Okay, that is... Okay. Elven magic is what our roommate says. the mold, though, Eli. Elven magic. Oh, we missed a smile. That's unfortunate. But the real question is, why did she smile? She smiled because she about to get some bling. <laughs> she's like, I, I see. Uh, she, she's the real manipulator here. She's like, I know. Oh. Whoa. That was a good transition. That was pretty good. I like that. Edgy Sauron being Sauron and becoming Sauron. Sauron, too many Saurons. The real... He's like, look at that. I love those vibes the <laughs> volcano is giving out. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to make this here. my lair. I might even build a nice, solid-looking big tower near it. You never know. With, like, an eye. Oh, okay, the real question is, what is the difference between Sauron and, like, Morgul and Morgoth? Or what is their name is? Well, all right, the conclusion, my whole conclusion is... If you like, if you have extra time to waste, you can watch it and you like Lord of the Rings. If you don't, read the books. I agree with that generally. The The books are, we've been over this before on the podcast, but I think the books are pretty good, except for the second one is a little boring. But if you get through it, the third one's great. So there you go. <laughs> read the first one at least. You have no excuses. The first one is great. It's never really boring, is it? And The Hobbit. The Hobbit's like a pretty short. Read The Hobbit as like a bedtime story, like a chapter a night, and you know, that's bad. Or even better, while you're sleeping. I've had that experience before. It's uh, it's very good. Anyways, that is all for now. Or or you can you can watch out the credits if you want, but we probably will not be unless we talk forever. Thanks for listening. This was a weird uh, commentary episode. It was kind of fastly put together and a little chaotic but i think we had a good time and hopefully you uh enjoyed it enough and if you stuck around stuck around till here you are one of the few faithful listeners and we thank you for wasting your time like this why i'm sorry i always have to berate the listeners <laughs> if they get this far it's it's just it's a thing a i do <laughs> it's like what are you doing all right have a good day and don't don't get too conceited by rings of power